Aloha and welcome to Spirit Chat Radio. Today we're going to be talking about the full moon. Um, I didn't get a chance to do one on the new moon, so I'm going to include some stuff in that because I was actually on the mainland at a gem show uh, buying some stuff for the spiritual guru box, which, by the way, I don't know if you've ever been to a gem show. They are amazing and overwhelming at the same time. It's like absolute craziness. My husband went to the first gem show in Tucson to choose items for the box and gems that, because we also sell gems on our website, Gemstones. Uh, the reason we started doing all of this, as most of you know, I'll just do a brief recap, was actually during my podcasts, I would talk about things that I would use for my sensitivities to keep myself grounded and that sort of thing. And people would email me saying, well, where can you get this? Where can you get that? A long story short, we ended up doing the Spiritual Guru Box, which is a monthly subscription box of spiritually inspired items. But, um, but as I'm kind of, I'm kind of all over the place on this conversation. Uh, the thing with the Spiritual Guru Box was their items I choose choose because I would use them. I do use them or I feel like they would be beneficial for other people to use them if you're sensitive or on a spiritual journey. Some people like it just because they're like, these, these things are cool and pretty. And, you know, some people I've actually had them out at different places where people are not spiritual at all. And they're like, wow, this is really cool. So anyways, we had to buy, we have to buy stones and gems for the box, which also turned into selling stones and gems on the website, the spiritualgurubox.com, for those who don't want a subscription. Um, when he went to the Tucson show, he's like, this is absolute craziness. It's everywhere. It goes through the whole entire town, but the energy's nuts. And he's like, he knows me well enough and knows my sensitivities well enough to know that he said, Jen, you are going to be really overwhelmed. Oh my gosh, overwhelmed if we do this. But I have to go. I, I like to choose my items during that time. We FaceTimed and he he's good at energy. So we would do pictures and that's how I chose the items in the box. But during the Denver Gem Show, I decided to go and choose items for myself and see how the Gem Show was going and, you know, just experience it. And wow, it was absolute craziness. Way smaller than the Tucson show from what I understand. But people ask me, and actually um, we had the photographer there and um, uh, my son there and Dave who was there and the photographer happens to be uh, my son's girlfriend. And when you'd go to the gym show, she'd be like, why is these the energy so kind of like this? Because they're rocks, they're stones. The energy shouldn't be like anxious or um, have a weird vibration to them. And the thing that people need to know when you go to pick out stones and rocks and that sort of thing is something that I've, I think I actually did a whole podcast on is not all, even though that the actual property of a stone should be a high vibration, like say rose quartz, it's supposed to have a really nice love vibration, etc. Or, you know, lapis or sodalite, and you're supposed to have a very good intuitive 
stone it, in it, it helps connect with your uh, third eye chakra or your um, your third eye, your sixth chakra. Even though that they have those qualities inherently in them, one thing that people don't realize about stones is they actually will pick up energy of the people that are around and they will pick up energy of the places that they are until they are cleared, washed, cleared, cleansed, and, and that sort of thing. Well, as you can imagine, there are thousands upon thousands of stones there, and these stones come from all over the country. So they're packed in boxes. They go through many hands. They're unpacked. There's thousands of people at the gem show. They pick them up, and most of these stones are not cleansed or cleared. And even if they were before they got to the the gem show, then you have all the people and the places that they've been and people touching them. It's picking up energy of everybody and kind of holding it in its little aura of the stone. And so a lot of the people who pick it up, they have all different kinds of vibration to them. They can be anxious. They can feel uh, happy, loved, weird, off. Uh, having anxiety, depressed, whatever. And these stones are picking up an array of these vibrations. So it's a very much like a hodgepodge vibrational thing that you're subjecting yourself to. And because the stones have such a high vibration anyways, everything's intensified. So I know that you've heard me talk about going into Walmart and how things can be crazy. Well, if you go into a gem show, it's like a little bit like a little bit more zen and calm, but the magnification of people's energy is like triple. Like it's a lot higher. So you have to be so for those of you who ever want to go to a gem show, it's amazing and wonderful, but you definitely want to make sure that you clear yourself before you go, clear yourself after. Don't be surprised if you get an influx of energy that makes you feel weird and shaky or anxious. If you do, just do a lot of grounding stuff. Um, everybody knew because they were with me. We actually had to stop several times for me to do some different grounding stuff and um, just to remove myself out of the where the gems were because there was no way my sensitivities are so high that there was no way I was going to be able to stay in those areas for like four hours straight. It just wasn't going to happen. So I can do about two, three hours. <clears throat> then I have to leave, do some grounding stuff, eat, kind of clear out. Then I can go back. And my strength is, is really high. So I don't wor really worry about going into those places. <clears throat> but part of the reason I started the podcast in the first place years and years and years ago, which I think it's been like, six or seven years now, which is sort of crazy. Um, the reason I started it in the first place was a couple of different reasons. One was to help people with um, understanding their own intuitive senses. But two, it's just kind of to explain just things that I go through with my sensitivities as well, because I, I get a lot of feedback on well, if you're going through that, then I feel much better. It's not necessarily that I have all these techniques, you know, mastered and I don't experience 
uh, going into Walmart and feeling freaked out, or I don't experience having, you know, different anxieties um, from my sensitivities because of all the energies that I read. I absolutely do, 100%. And I have it often. And people who know me or around me, they're very aware that if I say, nope, time to go, it is time to go. So, but what I have tend to mastered or I've gotten a really great handle on is because I can read the energy and because of uh, the stuff that I've been through with all my psychic sensitivities my entire life, I've come up with some really great techniques. Um, I'm very aware of when it's other energies. And so that is super helpful. And the reason I'm going to, I'm talking about that as well is because this last month in September with the new moon and the full moon, there has been a lot going on emotionally with anybody who's sensitive. It is like, uh, being on an emotional roller coaster, like super intensified. And that's another thing that if you're listening to the podcast, you are psychically sensitive, you're intuitively sensitive, um, you're an empath, or you don't know, but you just tell that you can tell different energies of different people or places. You're not sure what you are, but you're sure that you're not like everybody else. Um, this month probably did a little bit of a number on you and I was clued in when I noticed the effect it was having on me um, quite quickly. I started noticing it really heavy around the 12th when the the energy was supposed to be the heightened or heightened pretty high. That's supposed to be like one of the maximum um, new moon energy times or whatever. So I'm normally a very upbeat, um, optimistic person. I don't, I'm really in a pretty good mood. And I'm not just saying that, but I basically am in a pretty good mood most of the time. That being said, I started noticing myself having these uh, up and down roller coaster type of emotions. And I know myself well enough to know that once I start having things that start coming in where I start feeling um, worried or depressed of any kind, like not like I don't have like depression, but you know, like, like worried. And then you're like, Oh, now I'm feeling upset, that type of thing. Or scared that like, maybe about say finances or people around you or like career or um, are you going to have this opportunity? Anything like that, um, which a lot of people have been experiencing this month. I know myself well enough to know that if I start having that happen in a pattern of a couple days or something, because everybody, we're all human. You're going to worry about money. You're going to worry about job or kids or whatever. That is just going to happen. I mean, we're not going to get through life without that happening. And truthfully, that's part of the cool thing about being here which I know you'd probably disagree, but it really is like we get to experience and grow and learn from all these things. But if you're going on days of it, if I'm going on days of that, where I'm having to rein myself back in and be like, this is like an irrational type of fear worry. I know that something's going on energetically with the uh, lunar cycles. Um, and then it's time for me to go analytical, which is weird because I never talk about, um, 
going analytical, I'm always talking about using your intuition and all that. And then that opens up a whole nother area of spirit stuff, which I'm going to talk about in a second. So many people this month, you might have noticed that you go from these times of being like worried and afraid to all of a sudden, everything's fine. Everything's great. And I don't know what I was worrying about before and everything just feels wonderful. And then you'll go on a couple of days of that. And then the next thing you know, you're just like, oh my gosh, but what about this? And I never thought about that. And, and now I'm worried again. And then a few days later, you're like, no, it's like, that was silly for me to think that. And I'm just going to chill and relax because everything's really pretty good. No joke that has been a lot of this month. And many people have been experiencing that. So the other thing that you should know about this new moon coming up is it's also the fall equinox, which we have four times a year. We have like the spring, summer, um, fall and winter equinoxes. They, I think that people don't realize that they're basically when the seasons are supposed to change. That's what an equinox is. Like a fall equinox would be technically when we're going into fall or that's how people um, talk about it. But it's also a planetary alignment where, yes, the seasons, there's an energetic shift with the planetary alignment and everything. And there's four points of that every year. And those are intense points. Those are intense change and energy shifting points. So a couple of things happen during the equinoxes. Um, one is intuitively, if you're a sensitive person, sometimes it throws you off because you intuitively can feel change, but your brain cannot put a uh, picture on what change is coming. So it freaks you out. Cause like, you know, there's some type of change and shift happening. You don't know what it is. And then you can, and then like, if you're going into this month, you go into that fear and worry thing and then you just kind of get freaked out and it's just really uncomfortable and it makes your, it's not good for your blood pressure, your stomach, whatever. So with this full moon, we have the fall equinox that just happened on the 21st. Um, we have the harvest moon which is what the full moon is called this month. And that's when for centuries and centuries, people would use this time to harvest their crops and harvest everything. So basically any things that you've planted and metaphorically or physically um, usually are at their growth spot, spot period. They're, they're usually at their, um, their time to be harvested about now. So like goals and things that you've also put in into um, play earlier on the seeds that you've planted metaphorically and the seeds that you've actually planted, they are going to start having a shift in, and be ready for harvest. And then when they get ready for harvest, you go into a whole different phase, which we'll talk about later. So this harvest moon is all about overcoming your fears. And I'll tell you, it really, for me this month, was definitely overcoming my fears. Um, one of the things, just not on a, uh, well, actually on a side note, is as you probably know if you've been following, I've been having so many issues with my recording stuff, and I'm using new recording stuff, so if you hear weird things in the background, whatever, um, I can't do much about that right now, so I hope that's not bothering you. Anyways. So this month's about overcoming your fears and 
with this month, there's a heavy Saturn feel to that. And, the, and that's where a lot of fear and worry comes in. Because with a heavy Saturn influence and, and feel, there's it can have like a restricting, depressing influence on feelings and relationships. Like a lot of worry, a lot of fear, um, a lot of concern. People... It can cause tension in relationships. It can cause tension just with your own insecurities, your own worry, your own fear. Um, that basically, astrologically, is something that a lot of intuitives tune into. So, how I want you to look at this is you can go listen, you can go research and listen to all the full moon podcasts or. Um, um, the articles and, and if you're interested, you absolutely should because they're, they're fun. But what I want you to understand if, if you're intuitive, if you're a sensitive person is intuitively, when you tune into these energy waves, you will actually feel a lot of what the planetary shifting is doing. So like what I mean by that is with the heavy Saturn feel of having that restricting, depressing influence, the strain on relationships, the worry, the, the really being emotionally worried at some point, if you are imbalanced in that area at all, intuitively, you're going to tune into that, that um, I would say, the planetary emotions, I guess I would say, because I'm trying to figure out how to explain that to you guys. So there's a there's an overall tone of emotion that planets and universe will carry with it. And people can tap into that. And when you tap into that information that the planetary alignment is carrying at that moment in time, then you will take it on as your own emotions. If you're not really, really aware that they're not your emotions, you will take it on and be like, oh, I'm feeling this way. And then your brain will go, well, why am I feeling this way? But your brain doesn't think, oh, it's definitely, you know, the full moon and the new moon and the harvest moon and the equinox and all that. Your brain doesn't do that. It starts going, oh my gosh, it must be because I didn't get this job I wanted, or it must be because I know my child is going to do X, Y, Z, or definitely must be because my significant other didn't call and has been, we're fighting. So do you see what I mean? Like it's your brain will try to make sense of these emotions that you're tuning into on a psychic level. And that's the problem that I think many sensitives have is they don't know how to differentiate their own um, intuition and, and energies that they're tuning into intuitively. I, actually, I would say the number one problem that intuitives have. They don't know how to differentiate that from their own actual issues. So they, one good way that I teach in one of my classes um, is there, there has to be a thought train with it if it if it's your own emotions. So like if it's your own emotions, what'll happen is you'll maybe, let's just say, I'm going to use something extreme. Say you got laid off or something and then you go in, you're fine. You're having a happy day. You got laid off. And then all of a sudden your heart sinks and you just start getting really upset. And then you start worrying and whatever. That's a thought train. Like there was an event that happened that caused the, the, um, the emotions, but 
what happens with a lot of intuitives, um, psychics or people who are very sensitive, is they wake up feeling emotionally a certain way. Um, they can wake up feeling very happy or they can wake up on the other end feeling worried or scared or nervous or feeling anxious and they don't know why. And then their brain will automatically try to figure it out for them. It'll just start going through this Rolodex of things in their life and then it will try to try to make sense of those emotions for you. So unless you're very aware that you're sensitive to reading energies and to lunar energies and all of these things, which I am very aware of, um, thankfully, but it took me very, very many years to figure that out, just so you know, like a lot. Um, now that I'm very aware of that, I don't need to go into, oh my gosh, it's this, that, or the other. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I'll do it for a half a minute and then I'll go, wait a minute. This isn't normal, and this doesn't even make any sense. Like, I'm not normally like this. This isn't normally a way I would be thinking, and this is definitely an energy wave. And then I can separate myself from being engulfed into the emotional part of an energy wave and, and like, putting that into my life. Like, taking that emotional wave and then making it a part of my existence in my life, I can separate and I can just allow it to come in my life and out my life uh, because I know that it really is not attached to what's happening in my life. Because really, you can probably attach almost any lunar energy wave. You could probably attach that into your life somehow. If it's positive, attach away, attach it all in. But with most um, lunar cycles, you're going to have a yin and a yang. You're going to have polarities. You're going to have, you know, the solar and the lunar. You're going to have, we're going to have two ends of the spectrum. So the whole point is to kind of keep things in balance, or I would say to keep things more to the positive, because no matter how you look at things, you should always be envisioning and connecting with the positive aspects of things and kind of letting go of the negative because energetically you don't want to attach yourself to anything negative. You want to just let negativity go because all these lunar solar cycles, all these energetic waves, all of these things that you're experiencing when you're picking up from other people, they flow in and out of your life like a river. You don't want to hold on to any muck. You don't want to hold on to any energetic junk. Um, you want to just only hold on to the positives. So with this harvest moon, the theme being overcoming your fears there with that heavy Saturn, there's, there's a lot of worry and, and whatnot, but there's also positive energy with Mars and Uranus. And with that comes courage, um, strength. And that's basically the strength that you need to overcome your fears and obstacles or things that you have in your life. So basically, if you're falling into a thought pattern that is not conducive to positive energy in your life, I would like to see you adjust your thought process into truthfully, things are probably not as bad as you're worrying that they are. Because that's the theme of this month. It Whatever you're worried and concerned about, almost always for, for I would say, 90% of the time for this month's worry, 
it's probably not near as bad as your your brain and in your own emotional self is going to make any fear or worry out to be. Most likely, you've definitely made a mountain out of a molehill. Um, and again, I have been guilty of doing that myself. But what I've been really good at this month is keeping myself in check. Once I start seeing the mountain build, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I know there's no mountain here. Let's just rein this back a little bit. And then it just releases. But then funny enough, like a couple days later, <laughs> there's like, it can happen again. So like I said, emotional roller coaster. But it's just keeping that mountain in check. Keep your mountain in check because the theme of this month is really, it's, I don't want to say that there's imaginary fears coming up this month. But any insecurities that you have, it's definitely the theme of this month is it's going to pull from that and try to make the mountain. And what happens when we start allowing that to happen with spiritual activity, um, which I was going to talk about in a little bit, but um, I'm just going to start talking about that now, is you leave a crack open for negative spirits to come in. So once you start if you start allowing that negative thought process, the negative energy to kind of grab hold in your life at all, you get a crack in your bubble. And that crack in your bubble is just all negative energy needs to seep in and start causing havoc in your life and start helping control your thoughts into a negative undertone. And so I don't want to freak anybody out because I, it's not like they have total mind control, but you've heard me talk about this before and that's how spirits communicate spirits in the spiritual realm. You communicate telepathically. It's not unusual. It's, it's super common. So, um, you can have positive, uh, influences in your thought pattern and you can have negative influences in your thought pattern. The interesting thing is people think it's always them. They're always thinking, oh yeah, my brain's coming up with all this stuff. Not true. Um, you have a lot of spiritual influence that's happening in your life all the time. And if your your influence tends to be a negative broken record, a stressful um, negative undertone to it, most likely you are then connecting with and allowing um, spirits of a more negative vibe to kind of be in your, your circle and your aura and in your crack there in like the, the crack part of your aura. And then they look for a way to bring your vibration down. That's the main goal, bring their vibration down, bring them down to their, their level, you know, dark side, light side, that's the whole thing. Because if you, uh, go into the, the negative vibration, then you, it's like dominoes. It affects things in your life. You know, you're, you're manifesting a negative vibration. You're, uh, manifesting it currently and in the future, and you're bringing that tone into your life. So you have to clean house when you have a negative undertone thought process going through, and you have to realize that it's not always you. It's, it's a lot of not always you. It's a lot, not you. It's, it's a lot of um, spiritual influence and spiritual communication that maybe you haven't trained yourself or noticed. And maybe you're just like, oh, this is just crazy. Even if you think it's crazy, just pretend it's not and pretend that it's not your broken record, that you're being influenced by uh, a negative vibe 
and let that negative vibe go and rewrite the record. I mean, that's really all you need to do, whether you believe it, don't believe it, whatever, just rewrite the record and uh, realize it's not as bad as you think. So the spirit activity has been quite high this month, like ridiculously high. Um, I'll get into that in a minute. So the lunar qualities of the emotional roller coaster will reach its peak at full moon. That's when you might be able to clearly see polarities and imbalance um, or any negative emotions might come out from disharmony of any kind. So that's something that um, you'll be looking forward to today. And it usually lasts a couple weeks. So actually it's this type of roller coaster is probably going to last into next month's new moon, which I believe is October 8th. You might have to look that up, but I think that that's when it is. So the interesting thing about full moon and new moon is that you guys should also know is full moons linked to new moons. So like this full moon is linking to this month's new moon also, which was opportunities and success. So what normally happens is um, the planetary alignment was really set up for um, new opportunities, showing you new opportunities, you wanting to take new opportunities. Um, it's really in alignment with, it was really in alignment with uh, success, how to achieve success, um, the energy that comes along to help promote success. So anything that... Uh, opportunistic or success wise, that was sort of the theme of this month's new moon. And so when it comes to the full moon with the polarities, um, you're going to have anything worrisome around that is going to be that where we're having that emotional roller coaster. So if you started a new project at the beginning of this month or several weeks ago, if you started working on something, um, some of that might start actually on the positive side might actually start coming to fruition and you might start seeing some things happen, some opportunities, actual surface, you know, it's harvest time. You might see some things uh, where you put some things into play earlier. You might start seeing some success happen with the seeds that you planted earlier. So that's really super cool with this month's new moon and then um, full moon. And if you if you missed the planting of the seeds, um, it's still the fall equinox and it's still a good time. So don't be like, oh man, I missed it. Now, when do I start this new venture? When do I start this new change? Now, now's a good time because we're, we're changing from... It, we're changing equinoxes. We're we're shifting. Remember that the the four points of uh, the year, when you're when is when are good times to make shifts and changes are going to be during the equinoxes. So that's really good. Um, the other thing that comes with a full moon that I've noticed a lot um, is has a has to go with um, has to do with Mercury. And Mercury does scrambled thinking. Um, it's it's going from you're thinking really clearly and analytical to the next thing you know you're being over emotional and irrational. So that's that roller coaster thing that I was talking about. You're going analytical to over emotional, analytical to over emotional. Now here is where I'd like you guys to be a little bit more analytical, which I don't think I've ever said on a podcast before. So that is really weird. Anyways, 
if you're finding that you're tuning into this roller coaster of energy this month, or at least in, into October, the beginning of October, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure it's the 8th, I'd like you to take a minute and go analytical. Like if you're having fears, worries, concerns, take a minute and go, is this really justified? Like, is this worry and fear that I have, is there really any substance to this? Or is this just something that, I mean, because again, let's be truthful. If you wanted to, you could make a worry of or fear literally out of anything on the face of the planet or any event ever. Like you could take the greatest thing in the world and go, well, what about what well, this could happen or this bad thing could happen or what if that happened? You literally could do that with just about every single thing. So rein yourself back in, pull the mountain back down into the molehill and then use your the analytical side and just ask yourself, is it? Is this really a valid worry or concern or is this something that I'm just being very irrational and over emotional about? That is something that I feel will be very helpful. I myself have used this probably six times this month. So, um, and it really allows yourself to not be attached to the negative emotions and stuff that are going on. It really allows yourself to really rein things back in and then just to calm your emotions, let all that go. So then we have Uranus, Uranus, um, which encourages, encourages positive changes. So if you're feeling nervous, tense, or anxious, um, it's, you might be because you're intuitively feeling a change, but there's positive change happening. There's a lot of positivity happening, but with people who don't know that it's sometimes you just, it just freaks anybody out because it's interesting. Like I've talked about on some other podcasts, if people feel change of any kind or feel something moving in the future intuitively or psychically or whatever, many times they immediately go, Oh my gosh, this is not a good thing. When weird enough, a lot of times it is a good thing. So we have Uranus, which has positive changes coming in. So that is, is, is all really good news. And to sum it up with the spirit activity, which is what I also wanted to mention, is you, the, with the spirit activity, we're getting very high, um, high spirit activity with this, this uh, September stuff that's going on, this, the new moon, the full moon, and whatnot. I have noticed we in our household have had to do a lot more clearings than normal. So like I would say it was probably triple as many. So it's the spirit activity right now is causing a lot of weird dreams, weird, weird dreams, a lot of electronical um, stuff going on, a lot of electronical issues where you're, you know, you can't, things aren't working as well. Um, a lot of like the TVs turning on, uh, different things like that. Just tons and tons of spirit activity is coming um, with all of this energetic wave this month. So you want to make sure as far as the spirit activity is concerned, because it's the the theme of the wave is 
you know, the overcoming the fear and the stress and the worry, that's what they, the negative energy loves to get a hold of the negative spirits. So you want to make sure that if you're having weird dreams, if you're finding those negative thought patterns, that you're doing clearings. Um, that's one major thing you want to do clearings in your house. You can use sage, um, you can use, uh, you know, incense, uh, you want to make sure you're doing clearings on yourself. Um, the angel meditation that I've done is really good. Uh, showers, water, different things like that. You definitely want to make sure you're clearing your stones this month. So try to do that tonight. You run them under water first. Um, and then if you have time or it's safe to do so, set them out in the moonlight if you miss tonight's full moon, don't worry about it. Like put them out in the next couple of days, but definitely clear them underwater because the stones have been picking, picking up a lot of emotional roller coaster energy. So be very aware of the spirit activity that's going on around you. Make sure you're doing your clearings in your house, on your family, on yourself. Um, make sure that you're clearing your stones and doing all of that. And this month, I would tell you to make sure that you're a little more analytical than normal, especially for those of you who are sensitive. Don't fall into negative patterns of any kind. But there's good things coming. There's always good things coming. And as long as you keep that mountain, the molehill, you're fine. You're just fine. There's just, it feels all crazy and stuff like that. Everything's basically got a positive undertone to it. So we don't want to manifest um something larger than it needs to be, right? So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Sorry, I was out for a little bit there. I'll keep them coming. Um, if you're part of my spirit community or want to be, if you're not part of my spirit community and want to be, don't forget to stop over on to um, keystospiritworld.com. There's a little button at top that says spirit community, or you can scroll partway down this, the thing and it, there's also another button that says spirit community and you have to ask to join. We ha You have to be accepted in because um, we don't just accept in everybody. We monitor the group. I mean, you'll most likely be accepted, but what I'm saying is we don't do spammy stuff. So we just monitor through, make sure there's no spammy stuff going on in there. People love the group. It's a great place to talk about everything that's going on. Don't forget if you would like to get more one-on-one -on -one time with me in the master classes um, and stuff like that. I have this really cool thing, uh, the mentorshipcircle.com, I believe is what it is. If not, you can email us. Um, and for like, it's like not very much monthly. Um, we, I, you have access to all my master classes via Zoom, and um, we also have the psychic ability class. Um, so I have the mentorship circle where I do one-on-one -on -one with you guys in a, in a, in a classroom setting. We have the psychic ability class, which is super awesome for anybody who is psychically sensitive. And I have my spirit communication class coming up. You have to take this psychic ability class to get into that. So that's just all I wanted to tell you about that part. And then I opened an empath class a little while ago that hasn't been open, um, for, I think, um, uh, about a year and a half, maybe now I can't remember. I'm getting ready to reopen that again. And we're going to be doing something a little bit differently with that as well. So if you're an empath, um, I think that that's something that you're going to love. So, um, I will be talking about that soon, the empath class, cause I have to reset that up and it's going to be a different website and whatnot. 
So hopefully this was helpful and have the most amazing day. And until next time, aloha.